We welcome you into Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Cameron Connor. There's a festival coming up full of wine and jazz. The University of Missouri just secured another large grant to help work on life-saving research. And no need to freak out, but a case of measles has popped up in the St. Louis area. And Puppies for Parole is a rehabilitation program for inmates across Missouri that involves training puppies. Christy Bertelson is the author of a new book about the program titled Puppies for Parole, Rescue, Rehabilitation, and Redemption in Missouri Prisons. She joins Marshall Griffin to discuss the program and the inspiring stories that come with it. The program was started in 2010 by George Lombardi, who was the former director of the Missouri Department of Corrections. And um, it was initially just a partnership with an organization called Champs, which trains service dogs. But it was quickly expanded to include dogs of all descriptions, uh, most of whom uh, went on to become pets rather than service dogs. But uh, the program is in almost all of Missouri's prisons now, except for Fulton, I think. Um, And it's been tremendously successful. More than 8,000 dogs that would have been euthanized have been uh, taken out of shelters and rescues to different correctional institutions, and there they go through a 10-week training program where they live 24 hours a day, seven days a week, in a cell with a couple of inmates who teach the dogs to be good canine citizens um, so that they're socialized, they're comfortable around other dogs and people, and they also teach teach them the basics of the basic training, like stay calm down, that sort of thing. But it has, the program has tremendous benefits for dogs, but also for the offenders who really uh, say that it helps them become better people. There's this expression called, uh, help me to become the dog, the, the person my dog thinks I am. And that's what they'll tell you about it. That it's really helped them become better people. Is this puppies only? Are these uh, older dogs as well? Dogs of any age? Yeah, they're really, uh, I think they're not so many puppies as dogs of other ages. And in general, um, these are dogs that have been in shelters or rescue organizations that are considered, in quotes, unadoptable. They're dogs that are uh, old, uh, may have a health problem, may have a socialization issue. Sometimes the color of a dog uh, works against it. it. Every year, one of the organizations I work with has a adopt a black dog program. Um, and I, in fact, adopted a black dog that was trained at Algoa. But these are these are dogs that have languished in a shelter for one reason or another um, and that haven't been adopted. So the shelters identify dogs that they think would benefit from this program, and they pair them with offenders at different institutions. And there's a sort of a matching day where a rescue organization will take a group of dogs, for example, to Algoa or to Chillicothe, and they will match up an offender with a dog that they think will do well. And so they work together with the dogs for, as I said, for about usually about 10 weeks, sometimes a little less, sometimes a little more. And at the end of the process, there is a dog that is highly adoptable, uh, knows all its manners, And it can be adopted through the shelter that it came from. The dogs go back to the shelters or some of them are are adopted straight out of the prison. 
And many of the prisons have graduation ceremonies, which are wonderful events where the adopters come, the offenders put the dogs through their paces, and then at the end of that, they have a little ceremony called passing of the leash, where the offender will take the dog that it, that they have trained and turn the leash over to the new adopter, and then the dog goes home. So it's, it's, a, it's a fantastic program, and has had wonderful benefits, not only for dogs, but of course for the communities they come from, which have too many dogs, more than they can more they, than they can handle. Most shelters have that problem. problem. Um, of course, helping the offenders. But the, the program also has um, a benefit that it improves morale inside the institutions because it gives the correctional officers and staff something to talk about with the offenders um, that's not just negative. You're listening to Show Me Today. This is Marshall Griffin. We're speaking with Christy Burleson. She is talking about the Puppies for Parole program, and there's also a book out as well, and we'll be uh, talking about that in a little bit. But first, let me ask this. What type of offender qualifies to train a dog for Puppies for Parole? Okay. Uh, to become a dog trainer, Offenders have to go for at least a year without any rule infractions in prison. So they have to be on their best behavior, and it's a great incentive, which helps lower the level of violence inside the prisons. And, you know, becoming a dog trainer has certain status inside the prison, and, and it, the, the men and women who become trainers um, have the privilege of having a dog, but it's not, it's not just having a dog to to play with. It's to really put it through a very um, rigorous program where they have to, you know, that dog, dog goes with them everywhere, to the shower, to their classes, back in their cells at night. If they, You know, in any weather, they have to take their dogs outside to do their business. So the uh, offenders become responsible more compassionate people in the in the process of becoming dog trainers. And those who don't have any experiences with dogs or as dog trainers, there are volunteers that come in from the communities throughout the state that help uh, train the offenders to become trainers. Where do the puppies uh, sleep at night? Do it, do any do any of them get to uh, stay in the same cells with the offenders, or is there a special area? No, all of the dogs stay in the cell with their handlers. In general, there uh, most of the cells are have two people in them, and the dog will sleep in a crate uh, at night in in the offender's cell. They're like I said, they're with they're with their dog twenty four seven, and that's one of the reasons that the dogs are so well trained that come out of this program is that it's very regimented, it's um, very predictable, and you know, unlike the three dogs that live in my house, I don't always enforce the rules as much as I should. So they may take liberties. But, um, you know, when you're a dog in prison with a prisoner, you you lead a pretty regimented life. And that that kind of consistency, as any dog trainer will tell you on the inside or the outside of a prison, that kind of consistency is the key to a, a well-behaved, well-socialized dog. Well, and let's, let's talk now about this book. It's called Puppies for Parole, Rescue, Rehabilitation, and Redemption in Missouri's Prisons. 
uh, I'm, I'm guessing this is does this details the history of the program. Um, I guess tell us and the results. Tell us about sure. the book. It took a few years to get it done, and um, in the course of that time, it was the book was published this spring, and in the course of that time, from the time I met George until the book is published. Um, I went with a friend of mine, Jerry Naunheim, who's a photographer who used to work at the Post-Dispatch with me. Uh, the two of us went all over the state interviewing offenders, staff members, wardens, veterinarians, volunteers, families who'd adopted dogs. And we put together this book that has beautiful photographs of dogs and their adopters and some of the offenders. And it really tells the story. It tells the history of the program, but it tells the story of specific dogs, specific families that adopted dogs. Um, there's a chapter about a couple of guys who were offenders. They were drug addicts and they had been in prison and there were several prisons and they met when they got out um, in Colombia and they have started a business called Backyard Canine, which is on Facebook. And they used the skills that they acquired while they were in prison to start a dog training business. So it, there, there are lots of different stories in the book, all of them positive. And the, as I said, the photographs are, are quite beautiful and they were, they're taken at prisons all over the state. Has there ever been an instance of an offender who trained a dog, was eventually released, went back out into public, and was ever reunited with that dog, either temporarily or permanently? Yes. Um, it's it's very common for the dogs to be adopted by families of offenders and by staff members at the prisons. So there are some offenders who have trained a dog and then had their family adopt the dog, and then when they get out, they're reunited. And, and so it sort of comes full circle. I want to also mention, Marshall, that Royal Canaan Pet Food Company, which is headquartered in Missouri, it's a global pet food company, but they provide all the dog food to the prisons for free. They donate it all. And they also donated the funds that were necessary to help get this book printed. That was Christy Bertelson. She's the author of Puppies for Parole, Rescue, Rehabilitation, and Redemption in Missouri's Prisons. And we've been talking about the Puppies for Parole program at, that's uh, run out of the Missouri Department of Corrections. Now, if you're tuning in late or want to hear more, subscribe to Show Me Today on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.